Praise see the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adewumi here from the Gospel Distribution Ministry. And I pray that the Lord will give us understanding and give us some insight in this exhortation that I want to give today. It has to do with the aging process reversal. The aging process that is that is plaguing humanity. And when we look at the scriptures, we see that our God is eternal. And it is not part of his plan for that aging process to take place. Just like death was not part of the plan of God, diseases and sicknesses was not part of the plan of God in the beginning. So the aging process also was not part of the plan of God in the beginning. But you see, all human race have been going through this aging process and dying. And let's see from the scriptures what we can learn. And now the Lord has also given wisdom in the scriptures that can help humanity to to resist the devil, to resist the aging process, because the aging process may not even be the devil, that is just the procedure that have kicked in in the, in the human race and the life of humanity since the fall. And let's see how examples in the scriptures of the people that the Lord has blessed with the reversal of that aging process, starting from Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7, we see the testimony recorded for Moses when he died. In verse 7, the Bible said, And Moses was an hundred and twenty years old when he died. Now listen to this. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. That was Moses at one and twenty years old. His eyes was not dim, nor his natural force abated. Now you can say that was the only person in the scriptures that it was reported that he was 120 years old and he had that, that uh, reversal of his aging process that his eye was not dim. Remember the story of Isaac when they said he was not able to even recognize his son Esau from Jacob. He was still like under 100 years old because he, he gave birth to these boys at the age of 60. And by the time that Jacob was going to get married, he was still 40 years old, which means Isaac was close to 100 by that time. But his eyes was already deemed that he couldn't recognize Esau from Jacob. So at 100 years old, we can say Isaac's eye was already dim. But the Bible says Moses, at 120 years old when he died, his eyes was not dim. Neither his natural force abated. Now, how did he do that? The only thing we can say about Moses was because he was in the glory cloud of God for 40 days in the presence of God on the mountain. We know that story in the, in the ex, ex, experience of Moses and the Israelites on the Mount of uh, Sinai. When the Bible said God called Moses and told him to come up to the mountain, he himself alone went to the mountain and he said he stayed there for 40 days and 40 nights. Being in the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was not even eating anything at all according to that story. He said he ate nothing for 40 days and 40 nights and he was kept by the glory. And when he came down, the Bible says his, his face was glowing 
that the people couldn't stand before him they have to run away the thought because it was like a lightning figure coming with his face glowing now that was what kept him that his eyes was not dim we can only attribute to us that his experience on the mount of sinai with god so we can then see that for somebody to be able to reverse the aging process being in the presence of god even spiritually will have some effect we can say moses was physically in the presence of god all the time god came down on the mountain but being in the presence of god which means walking with god what does it mean to be in the presence of god walking with god the way god prescribed it for us will reverse the aging process or we slow down the aging process what i'm trying to say here now so that is the story about the testimony of moses and you can go back and search the scripture and say what he mentioned what he said he was doing on the mountain when he received the ten commandments it was the the mountain was covered with cloud and moses was in the cloud in the presence of god for 40 days and 40 nights he, he did not eat anything so the fasting alone even physical fasting alone which i will refer to that in the when i get to the book of daniel in this story if i cannot get to it in this first i will get to it in the next broadcast but it is the same thing even with the fasting alone we reverse or, re- or slow down the aging process. That is fasting which is occasionally costing off of food. It will reverse or slow down the aging process which we have seen from the scriptures. So the story of Moses is a first example because he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and after that first experience because he broke the Ten Commandments tablet he said in his book that he went back to God to plead again for the Israelites and he went there again the second time for 40 days and 40 nights and did not eat anything so if the first time he was doing it by the glory cloud the second time he said he did it by himself by simply going back there for another 40 days and 40 nights and ate nothing and that in itself shows that fasting life will help in reducing or slowing down the aging process now let's go to the story of caleb caleb was one of the israelites that was following moses in those days and the young men that were following Moses including Joshua and when they were told to go and spy out the land he was one of the people that was sent 12 12 12 spies were sent one from each tribe and when they got to the Canaan land they saw those things but depending on how they were believing they came back and gave reports Joshua and Caleb, they were believing that God was the one leading them in that wilderness. While the other ten just thought it was Moses and that it was their physical help, physical strength that was fighting the battle they had to fight. Because just before that they had fought the Amalekites in the physical combat. But they didn't realize it was Moses standing on the mountain, lifting up his hands towards heaven and Aaron and Hor holding Moses' hand up that made them to win the battle they were thinking well maybe they thought maybe they thought that it was the physical combat they did and then when they saw the giants in the land they thought oh we couldn't handle these ones whereas joshua and caleb they were following god not moses they were seeing god in the camp that led them so they were giving a testimony according to their belief what do you believe whom do you believe in are you following a man your pastor a preacher a prophet are you following the lord god almighty himself are you seeing god in the camp ahead of you whom you are following 
and that will make a difference in uh, what you are what you are saying with your mouth and what you are testifying and that is what you see in the story of the spies now let's go to the i want to talk about this story of Caleb, but he also gave his own testimony how the lord kept him strong and healthy in the book of joshua chapter 14. now this is supposed to be some teaching so go along with me open to open your bible to the book of joshua chapter 14 and let's see after they have entered the land and they were now dividing the land to the Israelites. Remember, Joshua and Caleb were the only two people that that lived among the bands of people that left Egypt with Moses. All of the elders from 20 years old and above were dead in the wilderness. Even Moses and Aaron that were leading them, they were in their 80s up to one. They would stay with them till, till they were about 120 years old. That was reported about Moses, but they all died in the wilderness. They didn't cross the river Jordan into the land. And now the younger generation people that were under 20 years so when they went to spy the land, that God promised that they are the ones that are going to go into the promised land, they were following Joshua and Caleb into the land. And now that they have entered the land, they are now conquering the lands and they were now to divide the land among the tribes. Caleb came and and gave his testimony in Joshua chapter 14 from verse 6. Now he said, Then the children of Judah came unto Joshua in, Gal in Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, the Kenesite, said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Now verse 7 is where I'm going to say, 40 years old was I when Moses the servant of the Lord sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land and I brought him word again as it was in my heart. Remember what I said? They saw the giants too but they were not following man, they were following God. And they knew it was God that took them out of the land of Egypt and not Moses. They knew it was God that was going to promise that was going to give them the, the land it was God that was fighting the battle for them and not their own strength. Even when they fought the Amalekites, they knew it was God. So they, he came and gave, and gave his own report according to his belief, according to his heart, that God is going to give us this land. So that was what he was saying. He said, I came and brought him word again as it was in my heart. He said, nevertheless, my verse 8, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I only follow the Lord my God. Verse 9. And Moses swear on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thy inheritance, and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. Verse 10. This is uh, Joshua, uh, Caleb talking to Joshua. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive. As he said, these 45 years, as 45 years after they went to spy the land, Caleb came and said, the Lord has kept me alive. And that is what we are saying, it is whom you believe you will be testifying of. He believed it was God that kept him alive. It was God he was following, so he was saying, the Lord kept me alive. And that is why your testimony is not what you eat, what you drink, how you dress, how you, it is the Lord keeping you alive. 
If you believe in him, you are, while you are following the Lord, you will be testifying of the Lord. The Lord has done this. And that is the example that we are seeing here. The Lord has kept me alive these 45 years, he said. Even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, listen to this. Caleb is talking to Joshua. And now, lo, I am this day four score and five years old. He is 85 years old. Verse 11. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. You hear that testimony? He said, As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou hearest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. Now that is a testimony of an 85-year-old man in the days of uh, Joshua and Caleb. And he, that man is Caleb himself. And he said, the Lord has kept him alive for 45 years. And he not only kept him alive, he said, as my strength was when I was 40, so it's my strength now that I am 85. He said, for war. Not just strength to, to walk. And he said, hmm, for battle. To go out and to come in. And that testimony, what was he doing that was right? He was walking with his God. That is the only thing we can say. Whether he was eating the right kind of food or this kind of food, it is part of what God says, walking with God. God will teach you. He said, if you will keep my saying, the Lord gave us a greater example, a greater word in this end time, in this, in this New Testament, in this New Covenant. Not only that we have the Holy Spirit in us, Christ even promised that, verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man, Christ drop it down to individual person, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Because this message that I'm preaching is still in line with all the messages I've been preaching that we are to overcome this physical death at this end time. The church, the body of Christ, is to overcome the physical death at this end time because the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. And this is part of it. Because aging process is a progression to death. But the Lord has given us the, the understanding to make it to see that when you walk with God, like Enoch walked with God and was not, and God took him, when we walk with God, like Joshua was given, or Caleb was given his own testimony, God is able to reverse or slow down the aging process. And that is very important. And that is what we are pointing out here. Jo Caleb was given this testimony of himself that the Lord has kept him alive 45 years and that his strength. He's still as strong as he was when he was 40 years old when he was sent to go and spy out the land. While the rest of the people died in the wilderness for different reasons. Some of them, they were all killed the same day by the anger of God. The day they brought back bad news. Others, they just withered away and died of diseases and troubles and sicknesses. In the wilderness, as they wandered around for 40 years, they were just individually dying of natural disaster, natural problems, until all the people that are 20 years and above were all dead except Joshua and Caleb. Because of the anger of God. Because of the anger of God. Because it's not because of their diseases in the desert, not because there are some viruses in the desert, not because there are some germs in the desert, not because there are some pollutions of the water in the desert. It is just because of the wrath of God. 
So you can see then that when we walk with God and please God and do His bidding and walk in His way, definitely all the wrath of God is removed. Definitely we can overcome all the enemies, including death. Because just like we have said, all those people died in the wilderness because not because there was some problem in the desert, it is simply because they are the wrath of God upon them. The anger of God was already can do. Whereas Joshua and Caleb, that God said, these people will see the land, they live for 45 years and they were kept alive. Because Joshua just gave, Caleb just gave that testimony in this verse, that he was kept alive by God these 45 years. That was Joshua chapter 14 from verse 6 and then verse 10 to verse 12. He asked for the land, he asked for the mountain that he was able to go and drive those Anakims out of the place. So what are we talking about? We are saying the aging process that have been plaguing humanity, God is able to slow it down or reverse it for us if we walk with God. Even like Moses, he was in the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights and the aging process was completely stopped. His eyes did not dim. His natural strength did not abate. Now, I'm going to go and talk a little bit about what is the issue with aging process in the first place. Medical world will tell you one of the problems that causes aging, even the diet, the type of food we eat can accelerate aging process or if you don't eat the right kind of food or you eat the right kind of food, all of those things can accelerate or decelerate the aging process. That is why the world is full of cosmetics to take care of the skin or something to vitamins to keep your body healthy. To, all of those type of things has to do with what? What you eat and what you drink. Not so. And we are going to see examples in the scriptures how individual people that wanted to work with God has to control what they eat and what they do not want to eat. But let's go first of all to the original food that God created for mankind. Because right now we, are we, we have talked about working with God is going to do it. But when God is talking with you, God also say, if you keep my saying. Because He created this our body. And it's the physical body we are talking about when it comes to aging process. The physical body is what we are talking about. And God said, if you keep my saying, you shall never see that. Which means He can tell us how to take care of this our body. That it will overcome or reduce or slow down the aging process. But let's see from the book of Genesis. Let's see from the book of Genesis the original food that God created for humanity. When God created the man in the book of Genesis chapter 1, let me read chapter 1 verse 29 and see what God has produced. When God created humanity, He put this for mankind. Verse 29 said, And God said, after He has created man and said, We should subdue the earth. In verse 28, God blessed them and said, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now verse 39 is where I'm going. And God said, Behold, I have given you, that's to the man that he has created, every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat 
Now listen to that again. You see a peculiar word that was used in this in this chapter, in this Bible verse. God was mentioning the seed is given to man to eat. He said, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, which means both the herb and the seed of it is under our control to eat as food. Which is upon the and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. That is, we human beings are given to eat both the tree, the fruit, and the seed. So why am I emphasizing seed? You see the reason why I'm emphasizing seed when he says that shall be for your for meat. In verse 30, to make a demarcation between what we human beings are giving and what the animals, the birds, and all the other living things on the planet are what he, was, he has given to them to eat. Look at verse 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. So, when God writes this word down for us, there is a purpose for every word he wrote. Every word has some, some meaning and some reason and some impact. To human beings, to man, he said, the fruit, the tree, and the seed. Which means we are, to con- we, have to, we are in control. Because the seed is the controlling power of all the vegetations. The seed. Whether it's a tree, whether it's an herb, even the grasses, the seed is the controlling power. So he gave us the seed both to use them and to eat them. Then to the animals, he only gave them the herbs. Not that they cannot eat the seed, but he didn't give them the seed because that means who is in control. Because he's giving man to be in control of the earth. So that's why man has both the seed and the vegetation. To the animals, to the trees, to, to the birds, and everything, he gave them the, the, the herbs, the leaves, and the barks of the trees. But to the human beings, he gave not only the herbs and the fruit, he also gave the seed to us so that we are in control of the earth. But it makes a meaning that the original food or our original diet is vegetation, seeds, that beans and corn and everything, and then the plants and the herbs. That is the original thing, and that will have been enough for mankind until the fall, until the fall of man. And then you can go, we can go now and see what happened in Genesis chapter 3, the fall of Adam, that causes the, the ground to be caused. And when the ground was caused, the first thing God said in chapter 3 verse 17, let's read it, because this is a teaching. So that we can see that yes, God has given us the vegetation, the herbs. So you say, well, you mean the vegetarian? Well, those who are vegetarians, they only see, they only eat plants. They will be healthier because there are many things that can come into the human body through the animal products that we are eating. Yes, that is true. However, that's not really what he's talking about because in the end, when we come to Christ, He gave us more power, and more authority, and I will point to that also in a moment because Christ has given us more authority over sicknesses and diseases and more power in the New Testament. However, the original food he gave to mankind is the vegetations and the herbs. Now, let's go to the reason why God has to allow 
human beings to eat, to begin to eat animals because of the fall. And there was a curse on the ground that it will not produce with its strength to, for man anymore. And so, in God reversing his original position, he gave, in the days of Noah, he gave Noah and his descendants, which we are the descendants of Noah, the right to eat all the animals that are on the earth. And let's see, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, after they have fallen and God was going to put punishment upon, upon the ground because of Adam, verse 17 says, And unto Adam he said, as God said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cause is the ground for thy sake. Now you hear that? It is the ground that was caused. And if the ground was caused where the plants and the herbs are coming from, they will not produce for anyone. That's what he said. In, in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Verse 18. Thorns and also and tissues shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So he was simply telling, giving, when, he, when God pronounced the curse upon the ground, that will affect Adam and all the descendants of Adam. He said the ground will only be producing tons. No matter how much you till and toil and, and do all the plowing, it's not producing its strength. Something that will have produced a whole bag will be producing just a, a, a little basket. Why? Because of the curse. And as the human beings begin to populate the air, God knows that, that we need to be supplemented for man if God wants them to survive. So by the time they got to the story of Noah, God gave them permission when they came back from the ark of Noah in Genesis chapter 9. I'll get to that in a moment. God gave them the liberty to eat all the animals also. You also see the curse was put upon the ground again in Genesis chapter 4. Because of the sin of Cain, who was also one of the first sons of humanity. But Cain was the seed of the serpent. Now let's see what happened here in, Cain, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 10 and 12. After Cain had killed his brother Abel, and God came down and said, What have you done? And he was arguing with God. And verse 10 to 12, God said, God said, And what, what hast thou done, that's to Cain? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. Verse 11 says, And now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened our mouth to receive thy brother's blood. So as we are saying, God was putting a, a curse again on, on the ground because of Cain's sin. In verse 11 and 12, he said, And now thou cause from the earth, which has opened thy mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee a strength. So that is another cause. He said, The ground will not yield a strength to humanity. So you may say, Well, that was Cain and his descendants. But you see, in the interim, they all mixed up. By the time they get to Genesis chapter 6, the sons of God, the daughters of men, they mix up so that you cannot tell which group is the line of Cain anymore. So the ground was caused and that was the second cause upon the ground. 
So because there will be no more strength from the production of herbs and fruits and vegetables, when Noah came back from the flood in Genesis chapter 9, God gave them the liberty. Look at Genesis chapter 9 verse 3 and 4. God gave them the right to eat all the animals also. Verse 9, Genesis chapter 9 verse 1 says, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hands are they delivered. Verse 3, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. See, every moving thing, that means the animals. Because trees don't really move. But the animals, the birds, the fishes, he said they are meat for you. Even as the green herb have I given you all things. So now God has added both the animals and the green herb for man to eat. Because of the cause on the human race. And because they are going to multiply and populate the earth very fast. They say that you give them some money, but flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. So you can see from these few things that the original diet for man that will have keeping, keeping, because God did not intend man to even die in the first place, how much more dying at the age of 120 or at the age of 70 and 80, he wanted them to live forever on this physical planet that he created them. But the original food was herbs and seed. And then there was a curse on the ground, so God has to and so double curses on the ground. And when Noah was returned from the flood, God has to add animals because population will be exploding very soon. And that is the situation of man. But even in this situation of man, God has given exceptions. That's why you see the story of Moses when you walk with God. You see the story of Enoch that walked with God and pleased God and God took him in that he never died and he's still alive today. And you see the story of Joshua and Caleb and Caleb was able to give his own testimony that at the age of 85 his strength was still as strong as he was when he was 40 and he said he can go for war and see, take that land and drive the Anakims, the giants out of the land. Just one man. And God is saying if we walk with him we can do the same. He can get us to that level but the just shall live by faith. And also You've got to do the wisdom that is going to teach us in all the dieting and what we should eat. And I'm going to continue this in the next broadcast because we are going to get back to all these stories of Daniel and what is the wisdom of what to eat and what not eat. This is the Gospel Destruction Ministry. Write to us and we shall give you some more exhortation. In this, the, gospel, the address is Gospel Distribution Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050, USA. On the internet, it is gospeldistribution.org. God bless you.